that you are overcoming, I don't want to say you are passing through, that you are overcoming something does not mean God is not with you. Let me read it, verse 9 to 39. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized in jo of John in Jordan. Okay? Verse 10. And straight away coming up out of the water, he saw the heaven opened and the spirit like a dove descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. And immediately, immediately the spirit driveth him into the wilderness. Verse 13, which is my main anchor message. And he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted of Satan, and was with the white beast, and the angel ministered unto him. There are three key words I want you to take note in verse 3. In the same wilderness, the one is, there is a wilderness, there is a place, which is the wilderness. In that wilderness, there is Satan. And also, number three, there are angels that are ministering to him. Hallelujah. So I want you to know, that's why the fact that you are in your wilderness, you still have your angel ministering to you. Am I talking to somebody? That you are where things are, seems to be a bit tough does not mean you don't have your angel ministering to you. I always say to people, if you don't help me, if you don't come in to assist me, if you don't give me the right word, I know my angel has stayed there to help me. My angel does not depend on any human effort. My angel does not even depend on the effort I put in. It's there waiting to serve. So, um, let me give an example. I, I'm seeing you see restaurants. I don't know too much of restaurants in UK. Not because I don't like to eat there. My wife does not eat British food. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I don't want to use my example. I don't know which example I should use. I went... I went to celebrate my wife's birthday in a very good restaurant. Um, it was my daughter who looked for the restaurants. And so my daughter was worried for me that daddy may not be able to eat this food. So he prepared my mind. So and I prepared my mind that I will eat anything that comes up, even if it is frog. And we got there. And they served the food and I ate. But my wife could not eat it. So for the first time, I won. For the first time. Eh? I, even, I even ate the leaf. Anything, they, anything, I just ate everything. But <laughs> that's by the side. Let me get back to where I'm coming from because of that time. If you, if you are in, from Africa, there's a, there's a Restaurant called Jebnik. There's a restaurant in Lagos called Jebnik. It's in Abuja. It's in Ghana. And I think it's in Abidjan as well. Now, you can eat as low as 1,000 naira. And you can eat as much as 10,000. The waiters will wait on you, not minding the quality of what you buy. Are you get what I'm saying? The waiter will not say, oh, I have to wait specially with Sister Jumi because she's spending 20000 Why are we living her about a loan because she's spending 2000 Where am I coming from? In your wilderness, the angels is with you, ready to take instruction, ready to defend, ready to protect. You see, we need to understand the contextual 
text that is here. Because when you look at 13, the Bible says, from verse 12, it was driven into the wilderness. It doesn't live in the wilderness. It was taken to the wilderness. There are some of us, we are going through something. We don't live there. Am I talking to somebody? We find ourselves in that place. We find ourselves facing some crisis. It's not our home. We find ourselves not having enough. We did not bargain for it. I am saying to you, it's a wilderness experience, and this will pass away. It will end soon in the name of Jesus. That you are in the wilderness does not mean you have sinned. That you are in the wilderness does not mean you messed up. That you are in the wilderness does not make you a bad people, a bad person. There's this saying, good, bad things happen to good people. Hallelujah. No. So when you look at this phrase, Jesus was in the wilderness. It was driven into the wilderness. Many people, they may be insane. Maybe God has ignored him. Maybe God did not love him. Listen, brethren, Jesus did not grow up in the wilderness. And you did not grow up with, with the struggle you are going with. And that's why I know, I have a confidence that this struggle will be over very soon in the name of Jesus. You need to know this wilderness is common in the history of the Bible. The same wilderness that we are talking about where Jesus was tempted. Hallelujah. Because it's the wilderness just after Jordan. That is the same wilderness area where Elijah was taken up. If you remember, Elijah crossed Jordan and the chariot of fire came to pick him up. So it was the same wilderness where Jesus was. So you see, the same venues speak of different things. Am I talking to somebody? I want you to get it. The same venue, a venue where Elijah was picked up to heaven, is the same venue where the devil stand and was tempting. Jesus. Now, I want you to know this. Jesus was just 30 years old at this point. It was the beginning of his ministry. We, before this time, we had last about Jesus when he was 12. So, there were 18 years of obscurity. When he was 12, he went to the temple with his parents and his, his parents went back and they left him behind. That was the last thing we had about him. Now, this is another thing, you see, and that is why you need to know, at times, God hides you a way to prepare you. Am I talking to somebody? At times, you are eating somewhere because God is preparing you for a bigger things. Even the Bible says, God that hide himself in the book of Psalms. So, God himself even hide himself. So, Jesus Last appear at age 12. So he came into a place and he met his cousin. You, do we know John is, is his cousin? Now the last time he saw John, uh, John was 30 years ago. And when he saw John 30 years ago, it was in the wet place. You know what I mean by wet place? It was in the womb. It was the, in the amniotic sac. Is that what they call it? Amniotic sack. And the Bible says, at that point, the baby John was filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, 30 years later, they met. And where they met now, the Holy Ghost now descended and was now announcing Jesus. Please, I want you to just follow me. You know, at times, we push past the the most important people to go to the lesser ones. This is the crusade of John the Baptist. Please just follow me. I'm landing up soon. Mama, it is the crusade of John the Baptist. And Jesus came there. So nobody knows Jesus. Everybody will be pushing him around. Nobody think of who he is. And that is why, please don't look down on anybody. 
The person you are in the same crowd together may be bigger than you tomorrow. It may carry what you do not carry. The Bible says, do not despise the days of little beginning. I said something well, a few weeks ago when, um, what is his name? When Joseph was saying, I had a dream. His father was not even happy. Because the Bible says his father kept observing his words. His father did not even shut down the brothers. He said, I saw 11 stars. They didn't hear the 11 stars. So what they heard is that they bow. What they heard was that they did not notice that he called them stars. We live in a world of selfishness. Where people think only about themselves. You see, listen, when you get to some place, there are some people who will not give you a spot. Why will they not give you? They are scared of their own self. I hope I can preach this thing. You see, let me, let me gather myself properly. John was in River Jordan. Do you know the same river Jordan? Is the, is the river that Joshua stepped into and Jordan parted for the children of Israel to go past. The priest that carried the ark as they stepped in with Joshua, the same Jordan parted. So Jordan is a place that pathway and gives somebody access to another level. And Jordan, despite the fact that he gives you access, it leads you to wilderness. It's a place of growing up. It's a place of trial. It was in this same river Jordan that they picked 12 stones to represent the 12 tribes of Israel. I, I wrote something in my note. How do you manage greatness? How, you manage, how do you manage greatness? Because the way you manage greatness, my sister, is important. John was there. Everybody was running to see John. Everybody was coming to the water where John is. And Jesus came. Nobody knew Jesus was. But immediately John saw him. He said, behold, the Lamb of God. How many ministers of God do that nowadays? How many people are ready to drop their crown for somebody else to carry their crown? We are in the world where if the light is not on me, it cannot be on anybody else. If everybody is not celebrating me, nobody else should be celebrated. But John stood in the water. He said, behold, the lamp of God. He said, here come the, the master. Here come the son of God. He said, his true lessons I cannot even untie. He began to speak. How do you divert attention, the accolade from yourself to somebody else? If you will go far in life, Listen to what the Spirit is telling you. Life is not about you alone. So John said, Behold the lamp of God. And Jesus came there and said, Baptize me. That one said, No, you are greater than me. And by then, it will look like, um, uh, how will I say it? It will look like when they are fighting in the bus stop. How many of you have witnessed fighting in the bus stop? You've witnessed it. Everybody will pull out their phone, recording. Everybody is yelling. They are making noise to make the fight go bigger. The bigger the fight, the best they want to see. So Jesus said, please, if you do not do this, then my ministry is not starting. Do you know when you get to the spot of change? I say spot, S-P-O-T. Do you know when you get to that spot where everything changes for you? Do you know when you get to that moment when heavens will open? Do you know where you will stand? Do you know where you will stand and your heavens will open? 
Here we come to a moment that John in his ministry have not experienced. Here we come to a moment that Jesus needs acceptance. Here we come to a moment that Jesus needs to launch into his ministry. So as Jesus stepped into the water with John, he said, baptize me. As John lowered him into the water, the Bible said the heaven opened. May your heaven open today in the name of Jesus. May your heaven open today in the name of Jesus. You know, immediately, John affirmed him by baptism. The heaven opened. And immediately the heaven opened, the Holy Spirit descended, descended like a dove. And there's a voice of the Father that said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Now, that statement is so important that you will know it's not his sin that drove him to the wilderness. He's still loved. He's still accepted. God still celebrated him as his son. Still, he's still going to wilderness. So, since that you are going through something, it's not because you make a mistake. That you are sick does not mean you have sinned. That your marriage breaks down is not necessarily your fault. There are things that happen to us at times to redefine our life. So, some of us are in UK now. You are not getting the best of UK. It's like UK is fighting you. Nothing seems to be working well. Maybe it's your wilderness experience. Maybe you are going through things that God wants you to go through to prepare you for the next level. Hallelujah. Wilderness to God is common with great men of God. Talk of Elijah, he went through the wilderness. Talk of Moses, he was in the wilderness. Talk of Joshua, he was in the wilderness. Most promises to the children of Israelites were in the wilderness. So that you are going through some things does not mean God has abandoned you. Somebody say God has not abandoned me. You see, where I'm coming to is this. The Bible says he, he went there, he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, no food, no water. The question is this. If you study Bible the way I study Bible, why is it that the devil did not tempt him when he was fasting? <laughs> he, he waited till he finished. Number one, he know the integrity of Jesus. Some of us, the devil doesn't need to tempt us when we are fasting. He just needs to open your fridge. Some of you, if you go near the kitchen, you must put something in your mouth. Next week is coming. Up. <laughs> some of some of you cannot fry meat and be sincere. How many of you may be sincere with us? How many of you fry meat and don't taste it before you finish frying? Hmm? You don't. Excellent. Huh? Any other one? So why you don't taste during the fasting and you taste the other? But it will still be done. And it will taste nice. So why will you taste it where you are not fasting? <laughs> what I'm saying is this in most cases when you determine to fast I want to buttress this point the fast next week make it your own fast don't make it church fast am I talking to us if you are determined to fast you don't make mistake of food 
But if it, oh, the church asks us to fast, you are complaining from the day it was announced. Like if to say, police, we arrest you if you don't fast. Instead of wasting it, don't fast. But if you are going to fast, fast sincerely. I was talking on Thursday. I said, our fast this year is not Daniel fast, too. It's not Facebook fast, too. It is not WhatsApp fast, too. It is not TV fast, too. You know the difference of those ones? People will say, I am fasting from TV. So one week they will not watch TV, they are fasted. Huh? This one is abstinence from food and water. Hallelujah. Okay, now. These children are still doing their government. Oh, you finishing your school now? Now, after the 40 days passed, the devil now said, <laughs> he said, this is stone. He said, I know you have the power to do it. Turn this stone into bread. How many times have the devil, how many times have the devil tempted us on what belongs to us? Huh? How many times? Your wedding remain one, one week. Wedding remain one week. You've kept away from each other all the day of your dating. Huh? It is that one week the temptation will be coming like it will never be over. And then the woman will now be walking the way you have never seen her before. Thank you, Brother Albert. At least, Brother Albert, support what I'm saying. Huh? You know what I mean. That one week will be like 10 years. What is yours? Why should somebody be tempting it with you? Why will somebody go and do juju money? Is it juju they call it or whatever? Listen, if your destiny does not attract money, do more than juju money, you will not have the money. So those that I work for will be rich even if they don't do it. Hallelujah. What I'm saying is this. It tempted him. He said, turn this into this. The Bible said, uh, it took him to Mount Nebo, the top mountain, and he said, see, when you're on top of that mountain, you will see the whole of Jerusalem, the whole of Israel, Palestine. You will see everywhere. He said, bow down. And I will give it to you. Why will you give me my own? I mean, look, listen, church. There's something I want to pass across. I'm taking my time. How did Esau lose his birthright? How? How will somebody ask for food from your brother and he's asking for birthright? Huh? Is the house not our house? So, how will I ask my, um, uh, I ask uh, my wife, say, uh, maybe I, I don't even know how to put it. Ask for food. I say, oh, I'm hungry to eat. And they say, if you don't give me 1,000, there's no food. Do, do you follow it? I will ask you the food. The house, you yourself, who get up? Am I talking to somebody? So instead of begging, I will walk away. So I will pay one thousand. If I pay one thousand today, what will I pay tomorrow? Five million. Before you know it, the the I, I mean, def, not definitely not my wife. The person we ask for your blood. So. When you look at things, you need, as a church, I want you to, because we are going into the period of fasting. Do not be tempted of what belongs to you. He said, bow down. He said, no, you will not tempt the Lord your God. He said, I will give you the whole nation. He said, 
this nature belongs to me. You, the devil, said you are part of my property. How will a housemaid be threatening landlord? How will a servant be saying, Madame cannot enter? Hallelujah. So one moment you are affirmed, the next moment you face temptation. Brethren, in marriage, in parenthood, it happens. Your daughter will say, Mommy, you are the best mother in the world. If I come 50 times in the world, you are my mother. Then the next moment, that same daughter will be throwing tantrum, you are no more my mother. Question, does it change your position as a mother? Hallelujah. The devil will tempt you at every point. And if you are not careful, you will lose what belongs to you to the temptation of the enemy. After the affirmation of you as a Christian, temptation will follow. Because after God confirmed Jesus to be his son, his beloved son, he went into the wilderness. From the wilderness, temptation come. Okay, verse 13 is there. This is where I come to. The Bible says, and he was there in the wilderness 40 days. Tempted of Satan. So he was in the wilderness. Satan stood there with him for 40 days. So Jesus was fasting. Satan was eating. But look at this. He said, and was there with the wild beast. So the wild beast could not touch him because he was in obedience to his father. Thank God for what the youth read today. When you are in obedience, a lot of protections are there. When you are in obedience, a lot of things God is projecting into your life. So while he was there, the wild beast was waiting to eat him if he died. The wild beast knew he was fasting. But they cannot touch him when he was alive. Can you please stay alive? How do you stay alive? Stay with the word. How do you stay alive? Stay alive with the Holy Spirit. How do you stay alive? Stay alive reading the word. How do you stay alive? Stay alive by being active with God. You can't do church today, church, church in today, out tomorrow. You have to be in or you have to be out. The Bible says, and while the beasts were there, angels ministered unto him. Please know the angels are there ministering to you all the time. God will always show up to protect you. God will always show up to preserve your life. In Isaiah 59 verse 19, it said when the enemy come like a flood, it said God will raise a standard against it. So, it didn't say they will not come. It's when. Put it up. 59, 19. Isaiah 59, 19. God cannot wait to see you. to. God cannot allow you to be destroyed. What you are going through will be over. Say to yourself, this thing will be over. It will be over. What do I, it's not, there's nothing created to be permanent. He said, so, shall the, so that they that fear the name of the Lord from the west and is growing from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Listen, brethren, I come to tell you this afternoon that there are angels surrounding you. There are angels around you waiting for your instruction. If you know how powerful the angels are, I think the Bible of uh, the book of Isaiah said, one angel killed 178,000 in one day. One angel. And the Bible said, anybody standing in the Lord have about seven angels guiding them. We are not talking of Mopo. How many of you have gone to Nigeria with Mopo before? Your confidence will be overrated. No, when you have police escort. Well, well, and they carry guns. Your, you will change your work. Because you have some 
confident. You can't be harassed with those people. Now imagine you have seven angels who can do like this to all the mopos in Nigeria, they will be gone. Angels are there waiting to minister to you. I submit to you three things as, I'm, as we are going to the communion. Three things. Number one, whatever you are going through is a season of wilderness. No season of wilderness is meant to last forever. Number two, the angels are there with you, waiting for your instruction, waiting to make way for you. Number three, I will say, God has not forgotten you. Somebody say, God has not forgotten me. God has not forgotten me. Let's say, God has not forgotten you. That you are in the wilderness does not mean you've sinned. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray that heaven will open up for you. And the grace of God will keep you. And the mercy of the Lord will keep you. Let's rise on our feet as we take our communion. I want us to seal up the word today with the communion. It's normally a communion day. Can the minister please come forward? Muranuba. Ire Walide, Mubaletakan, Hallelujah. Oh. Who is like me going through one wilderness or the other now? Because, I mean, I know everybody may not be, but I know I'm going through some wilderness. Who also agree with me from what I've taught today that the angels are there with you? Hallelujah. So God has not abandoned you. God has not left you. Number three, who agree with me that this will soon be over? Hallelujah. Let's just talk to God, Lord. Let this season of wilderness, let it be over. Let this season of wilderness be over. Just talk to God. Ask God to turn this thing around quickly for you. Jesus did not stay in that wilderness after the temptation. He left there and his ministry sprang on. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I'm asking God, every one of us in any wilderness, is it wilderness of life, wilderness of health issues, career issues, state issue, marital issue. Lord, put an end to those wilderness today in the name of Jesus. Let your message speak for us. Let your anointing speak for us. Lord, anything that is raising his ugly head against our standing firm, against our serving you, against our loving you, against of moving forward in life, Lord, put an end to it today in the name of Jesus. Let your grace be upon our life. In Jesus' name we pray. The Bible says, when they were at the supper,
The Bible says at the last supper, it said he took bread. And what he did was he blessed it. Just like he blessed the two loaves and five fishes. A blessed and multiplication begin to come. Father, Lord, I bless, oh God, this your body that we lifted up. As we take it, Lord, let it neutralize every toxin in our body in the name of Jesus. Every issues that push us into the wilderness, let it be neutralized today in the name of Jesus. The strength of our issues, let it be destroyed today in the name of Jesus. Every power from our Father's house that says we will not manifest. Lord, my Father, let that power die today in the name of Jesus. As we take your body, Lord, let it make us whole. Let it heal us. Let it perfect our health. And let your name alone be glorified. Lord, let this your body, let it be a way maker for us this week in the name of Jesus. Let it be a door opener. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's take the body of Jesus Christ. Bread of life, send them from glory. Many things you were on earth. A holy king, a carpenter. this, I want you to listen to me please and I want you to take it seriously. There are few people that are still waiting for the cup of a new covenant. Mama, I had a dream this morning. Please church, I want you to be silenced. I had a dream about between 5.30 and 6. And I saw somebody, two women, especially two women, and they took handkerchief that is well soiled, dirty, brownish, and all that. And in that dream, and I said, God, why is it makeup they use? And the voice I heard is that, is it enough? The voice I ask says, it is the challenges that they are going through that make the handkerchief to be dirty. It was dirty that 
you will think somebody just needs to throw this away and go and buy a new one. So I said, God, I, I said, God, I am tired myself. I said, I want these situations to be over. And what God told me is what it was in the book of Zechariah, where I said the high priest was standing at the right hand of God and his coat was soiled. And God said, remove this garment. Listen to me, church. And I stood there, I said, God, if you don't help this woman, I said, it's not them you didn't help, it's me you did not help. I said, these are women who see me and call daddy. These are women I hold on together and pray with and they believe God. And he said, take the cup from me. And he gave me a cup in that dream. And as I drank that cup, that handkerchief just turned white. And two words I heard, he said, their sins are forgiven. I said, and their issues is over. I don't know who those two women are. But they are members of this church. I'm not ready to mention the name of those I saw. So I don't care what you are going through. An amen for one person is amen for 10,000 people. And I know your issues will be over after today in the name of Jesus. If it is house people are buying, you will buy your own. If it is marriage people are marrying, you will marry your own. If it is baby people are carrying, you will carry your own. In the name of Jesus. The cup we are taking is a cup of neutralization. This blood will neutralize every effect. Any of you have been, I mean, who did a bit of science? That's what we call neutralization. No matter how thick acid is, no matter the level of concentration of acid, there's a composite level of base that will neutralize it and turn to water and salt. Place up your cup. Father Lord, your blood has been flowing before the foundation of the world, according to Revelation. It said it's like a lamb slain and the blood is still flowing. A token of that blood is what we are lifting up today. Lord, everything we are going through, everything troubling us, every delay, every denial, every retrogression, Every financial crisis, every marital crisis, every health issues, every diabetes, every high blood pressures, every, every vein that is functioning in a bad way, every joint, every hormonal imbalance, every womb, every ovary that is not doing what they're supposed to do, every spam dot that is not functioning properly, hear the word of the Lord. Let the blood, the blood of Jesus, let it neutralize it today in the name of Jesus. Lord, we look unto you. You told me I should do it. <laughs> I almost canceled the communion because of the Father's Day, but because of the dream. Lord, I've shared it. As your children take it, let their situation change immediately. Let their situation change immediately. Let them receive the freedom now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty Father. As you take the blood, 
I pray the blood will neutralize every toxin in your body and give you a new lease of life. It will be opened up for you. It will make a way for you. We others are struggling, you will run with speed. We are others are saying there's no way you will have multiple ways. Thank you, Almighty Father. As we take this blood, even our partners that are not here, you will touch them. The person you have appointed to make our life easy, the blood will touch them. As we take it, oh God, even our children that are not doing what they're supposed to do, this blood will touch them. Every witchcraft manipulation around us, everyone that has allowed the devil to use them against us, Lord, the blood will neutralize the effect on us today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty Father. We worship you, adore you. In Jesus' majestic name, we pray. Let's take the blood of Jesus. Just talk to God as that song is going on. Just talk to God. Just tell God, I don't want to remain the same. Just talk to God. Up, join your hand to somebody. Make sure your hands is connected to somebody. Not necessarily the old church in chamber. Make sure your hands is joined to somebody. Lord, on this Father's Day celebration, on my knee. I lift up every woman in this assembly. Every woman in this assembly, everything you desire shall be granted to you today in the name of Jesus. Kali Kantovra Koshegede. Your home cannot be an exception. I am praying for the women. Your own cannot be an exception. If God remember Ruth, if God remember Naomi, if God remember Esther, if God remember Hannah, if God remembers Zechariah's wife Elizabeth. That same God will remember you today in the name of Jesus. Amen. What change a name from wife to mother? It come on you today in the name of Jesus. What change a single lady, a single mother to a wife? It come upon you today in the name of Jesus. Lord, No woman here should live their life in pain. No woman here should live their life in pain. No woman here should live their life in pain. In the name of Jesus. You will not sorrow over your children. You will not sorrow over your loved one. You will not sorrow over your home. You will not sorrow over your career. 
you will not sorrow by your education in the name of Jesus I pray for our men life will be easy for you what it takes to be a man God will give you what it takes to be a father God will give to you what it takes to be a husband God will give to you your life will be easy your life will be easy I pray for all our children you will not lose your parents what make a child to be running from here to there that will never be your portion in the name of Jesus the Lord will support you the Lord will surprise you I pray what they came for every one of us Lord let our heaven open in the name of Jesus Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost, let that woman smile again. Holy Ghost, let that woman smile again. Holy Ghost, let that woman smile again. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Every temptation we may be facing. <laughs> every temptation let it come to an end today thank you holy spirit we worship you adore you Hallelujah. as your hand are connected let blessing be connected right now in the name of jesus Amen. thank you father in jesus majestic name we pray Amen. hallelujah thank you minister the lord bless you How many people are ready for this? How many people are ready for this? Looking good, isn't it? Hallelujah. When you are coming to the house of your father, you walk in.